I'm sorry. Let me take this from the top. <laughs> okay. A little sip of water. I thought you were doing a great job. But I wasn't saying the words that are on the page. Oh, well, and that, that is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that matters. That's the problem. Sydney to Sydney, talking pop culture and stuff, baby. Welcome. Welcome to another installment of Catching Up with the Kardashians. Great to be here. I haven't really figured out what this intro is saying. There's no continuity, I'm sure, but uh, this is a very special edition, a very special special ongoing edition of Sydney to Sydney, where we get caught up on the Kardashians, who they are, what they're about, how to tell them apart in photos. That's right. Thank fucking God. I've, I need, I need some help. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, we're, we're about halfway through now. I, is it yes. becoming clearer? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's I, all becoming clear. And as I keep telling you, you do continue to whet my whistle. And I feel so less and less intimidated as time goes on, because as I expressed to you in the first place, the Kardashians have always scared me. And right. As I said, in part, it's that they're so powerful and I, and I don't understand them. So yeah. knowledge is power and, you know. Absolutely I'm... knowledge is power. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when it comes to the Kardashians. Oh, uh, you, yes, you need to, you need to know what's what. Yeah. Otherwise you'll get left behind. Well, it's a very special episode today. Okay. Because today we're talking about Chloe Kardashian. We're talking about Chloe, also spelled with a K, I presume. Also spelled with a K, okay. Natch. Um, and, you know, do I want to play favorites? Are they all my favorite a little mm. bit? You're so yes. democratic. Yes. You really are. It's classic Libra. <laughs> um, I love them all equally, except for Chloe, who I love a little bit more. Wow, really? Yeah. And I think Chloe is kind of everyone's favorite Kardashian. It, okay. How about that? I How said about it. that indeed? I don't know it, what you're talking about. I, it can't possibly be true okay. that she's everyone's favorite, but I feel like, especially when the show started, she was like the funniest. She's was kind of the most relatable. Yeah. Um, and yeah people like that I know I do well that's what I was gonna guess was you telling me that people like her maybe the Mm -hmm. most immediately I was like she must be the most relatable yeah because that's what the people want at the end of the day this is what the people want so if you're if you're kind of like pairing off the Kardashian kids which I always am which of course you are Mm -hmm. um kind of growing up you know it was like Courtney and Kim and then Chloe and Rob who's the youngest Kardashian Rob who I didn't know existed until Rob who you didn't know existed um and then the Jenner girls Kendall and Kylie okay okay who are significantly younger you know I mean okay I I don't know how significantly but we'll find out soon okay (laughs) that really helps me actually to kind of imagine them in pairs it yeah yeah it makes it more manageable right you're just counting three instead of six thank you yes so but um here is Chloe with Kendall and Kylie, who we have not yet covered. Okay. But I mean, you're going to die. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. 
I mean, okay, listeners, we are, I am viewing a photograph in which three human beings are wearing more animal fur than I've ever seen in my life. No, okay, I don't know fair, if it's I real or it's fake. Faux fur. It's faux okay. fur. They're wearing leopard print faux fur. This is okay. not leopard coats on babies. My bad, my bad, my bad. Excuse me. <laughs> it's certainly faux fashion fur. Yes. Wait, who's the adult in the mix? The adult? That's that's Chloe. That's as a, Chloe. As like a teen holding oh, and this is her the baby Jenner? sisters. Yeah. These are the Jenners she's holding? Yeah. Kylie oh, and Kendall. Oh, wow. Oh, I don't recognize this adult at all. I would have thought, I, I almost saw a babysitter had come into the mix. Yeah. But this is Chloe. This is Chloe. So wow. I want to talk up front about uh-huh. one of the big themes of, of Chloe's like existence within the, the family. Yeah. Um, and then I want to close with a recent quote from hers that I thought was interesting. So we'll, okay. this is kind of just, you know, it, it, part of me wanted to just ignore it and it, and it's like you can't you simply can't ignore it it's like kind of one of her defining characteristics probably of her entire life not just because of reality tv but she's kind of a little bit of the odd man out okay um okay she got a lot of flack when the show started for being the fat sister Ugh. and as you might recall from our episode on chris um, there's a lot of speculation slash it's like kind of an open secret that she's probably not Robert Kardashian's biological daughter. Okay. So I wow. read something where she was saying, I didn't really realize that I was the fat sister, if you will, until I went on TV and the media started saying that about me. I knew I didn't look like my sisters and I didn't have those shapes, but I didn't think that was wrong. I mean, this is absolutely devastating. Yeah. It's tough. There's a lot of discussion about all of their appearances, right? Okay. And again, I'll read this quote at the end. I don't want to get too much into it, but you will see Chloe, Chloe's appearance changes drastically over mm. the course of the show and Understood. her time in the public eye. Yeah. Um, yeah. And part of that is, as you see, Kim and Courtney changed a lot too. Part of that is changing aesthetics part of that is more money yeah you know and it may be a bit of a cultural family thing like they seem to like plastic surgery and stuff seems to just be like you know what they do understandably if all your sisters your mom like but also maybe she's in a little bit of a war with herself yeah absolutely so you hate to see it but it is one of those things (laughs) again this is just like a a me talking out my ass and also like very stereotype but it part of me is like oh because she's not like the hot sister yeah she became the funny sister like the most likable yeah the person that you watch on tv and you're like I want to know her yeah no I mean it makes a lot of sense yeah it does Um, I mean may I say like the fact that I was like oh who's this I kind of thought this might be a babysitter that kind of says it all yeah because it's like what I mean is like who's this relatable looking human being in the mix Mm -hmm. here (laughs) totally and like so I don't have very much to say about her early life because yeah we know we know about the Kardashian childhood right um as a teenager she briefly attended Marymount High School Roman Catholic all-girls school which is where Courtney and Kim went yeah um I she yeah she left high school and enrolled at the Exa- Alexandria Academy. 
which is an alternative one-on-one school um, once her sisters graduated because she felt like she didn't want to stay there and she didn't have any friends like once they were gone she was like why do I need to bother being here I mean can I say Chloe and I already have a lot in common because we (laughs) escaped Catholic schools yeah get me out of here get me the out of here um she graduated with honors a year early at 17 so you also both essentially skipped a grade in one way or another (laughs) that's right you and Chloe are basically the same person huge pride around that Uh uh-huh um she graduated a year early she escaped Roman Catholic high school you guys are totally aligned there yeah once she graduated she worked as Nicole Richie's assistant oh really yes which nicole richie you know again these these women are all in the same sphere like i think nicole richie went to high school with them as well and then like kim was on the simple life as we know totally paris's stylist so they're all in the same orbit and i feel like chloe was like the like she's very close to her sisters now and yeah i assume she always was but she's also definitely the little sister like three years as you're saying at that age yeah it's a big deal right yes yes it's like senior and freshman Oh, can hire my sister to be your assistant. Totally. Okay. Yeah. You just explained it in a way that makes so much sense. Cause I was thinking she seems uh, it's, it's bizarre to imagine her ever being anyone's assistant, a Kardashian ever being anyone's assistant, but like, yeah, I mean, I guess before they were super world superstars. Why not? Yeah. 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 Um, so of course in 2007 everything changes keeping up with the kardashians begins and this is a photo this is a photo that i had pulled last week for for courtney's episode okay um and i'm gonna share it with you now just to see some you know i'm not sure if this is 2007 but this is from one of the dash boutiques that the sisters all ran together fucking dash and it just gives you a sense of what we're looking at aesthetically at the beginning of the show okay listen so they all look like they're dressed in forever 21 clothing yeah that's the important thing here right i mean i mean it's it's also (laughs) just like the horror of the style the horror horror of the style style. indeed like like do you want to talk about this vest that courtney's wearing no i would rather not ever seen it (laughs) okay i wish it didn't exist at all well do you want to talk about the belt over the roughly dress that chloe's wearing no okay i don't want to talk about it i don't have the strength okay. you talk about it but do you want to talk about the insane tassel purse that kim is wearing okay <laughs> okay me neither but listeners you get it i mean we're working with we're working with some fashion that's really hard to look back on it's tough stuff yeah it's tough stuff and you can see like i don't know just that these were people that looked kind of like normal people on a reality yeah. show when this when this all kicked off right 100% that's where I'm getting that forever 21 vibe it's like oh yeah this is these 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 look like they're it looks like they're wearing items of clothing that were less than 30 dollars yeah when in reality they're probably wearing like bb or something yeah what's that um bb is like I would say maybe like a juicy couture level of expensive okay you know like I'm sure they're not actually wearing Forever 21, but they're wearing like mid-range fashion that yeah, they wouldn't it, be caught dead in today. You know? Actually, I have to say, I wonder if why this rings true to me as Forever 21 is this is this is the time when I personally was shopping at Forever 21. Yeah. So these styles look like Forever 21 to me, but 
maybe that's just what was They're going like on at all off. levels. I think honestly it was. Yeah. I think it was. But yeah, it that really it read that way to me too. I get oh, it. Tough stuff. Okay. Tough stuff. Yeah. So obviously life changes. No longer an assistant. Chloe is a Kardashian on keeping up with the Kardashians. So as you know, then they start doing spin-offs. So Courtney and Chloe take Miami, started in 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that happened on that show was that um, Chloe joined the Miami Top 40 mainstream outlet, WHYI, for a weekly four-hour talk and entertainment program. It was co-hosted by 106 and Park's Terrence J. So it's interesting, like Chloe having just done this like dive on on Chloe's on all the Kardashians, like other things that they've done. Chloe consistently is getting tapped more for like personality hmm. in a way that the other girls aren't necessarily. Yeah. Like definitely like as you said, Kim, you watched like a really good interview with Kim on Letterman, but like no one is asking Kim Kardashian to go on and do like four hours weekly off the cuff talking shit about about entertainment yeah I mean in a way it's like Chloe Chloe wins out because that's what I would want to be doing I don't want to be attaching to weird perfume brands I want to be talking shit for four hours and getting paid for it are you kidding me totally I mean what that's what we're trying to do here I know that's all we see (laughs) (laughs) um and I wanted to send I know this is kind of photo heavy sorry but I wanted to send you a picture of Chloe and Courtney for a couple of reasons from this time one is because I was just on Chloe's Instagram today looking at some different photos and things to send and um and also just catching up uh and she had posted a birthday tribute to Courtney in which she talked about the famous movie Twins with Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't know about that movie. Okay, well, it's a movie where Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger are twins. How does that pan out? That's the gag. Okay, thank you. Okay, Um, thank you, I understand. (laughs) The gag is, what? They don't look yeah. anything alike. Yeah. So I want you to now look at this picture for one, the fashions, two, okay. the development of the vibes, three, the size difference that is one of the reasons that everyone's like, she's not a Kardashian, and four, for the gag of Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito being twins. Oh my God. Truly so many reasons to be looking at this picture. You could not be more correct. <laughs> I, I mean what so chloe's like a foot and a half taller than kim is what you're trying to tell me that's courtney that's courtney okay um but yeah yes she's significantly taller than both of her sisters wait is and is is chloe the one that that people think might actually be the daughter of oj or something yeah that's the rumor it seems like she's probably not robert's daughter whether or not she's oj's yeah is Wow, which is a whole nother thing she must be grappling with all the time. Yep. Wow. I mean, okay, okay, yeah. Listeners, this photograph is, of course, of course it is. It's it's at the Teen Choice Awards. Mm-hmm. There's no other way to put it. And and as I've already stated, Chloe is a foot and a half taller than Courtney. Did I get the names right? Yes. Yes. Also, like, can I see Courtney's belly button through her dress? 
or like she got a stain on it or the photo was bad I had the same like what yeah what is god I, I just love a teen choice awards photo it really brings me back it's great and may I just say that like Chloe is winning the look here. I don't want to wear either of these looks, but Courtney's no. dress is absolutely insane. It has like these strips of fabric. Like one has sequins. Mm-hmm. One is just a drape for no reason. Chloe's wearing like a low cut blouse and a and a pencil mini skirt. And, you know. You know, honestly, aside from like the upsetting belt situation, which was emblematic of this time. Yeah. This is something you would see like a famous person wearing today. Yeah, it's pretty look. it's pretty sleek and yeah this courtney deal is real bad the sequins as you stated i mean it, they look like a sash like a yeah it's like a sequin bandolier <laughs> <laughs> oh boy <laughs> okay I'm yeah that. wow um okay so they do this show together they also do as I said, Courtney and Chloe take the Hamptons. I don't know why it wasn't on Courtney's page when I was looking it up, but they do a show in the Hamptons. I was absolutely remembering that correctly. Amazing. And as I went down this rabbit hole, I was like, I'm going to watch this show today. I remember it so fondly. I have to say of all the, of all the shows, I love yes. the Hamptons one. I might, I mean, I might enjoy. I'm interested to see, I'd be interested to see them in like small town Hampton foresty shit. Yeah, you know also I mean? the Hamptons are, you know, I see why rich people want to live there. They're very nice. It's yeah. very cool to have like a little inside view of the Hamptons. More cool to me than New York, Miami or Calabasas. You know what? You nailed it. That actually is the primary reason that that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she's got these two spinoffs and then um, she she's done a bunch of other media stuff, of course, but like again stuff that's a little more maybe like demanding of personality than her other sisters not to say that they don't have it but again as as you yeah. know like this requires a certain personality to do like hosting duties and stuff so she hosted two seasons of the x factor with mario lopez oh and she was also on celebrity apprentice season two and oh, was really? fired 10th out of 16 by our former president oh my god donald trump why did you have to bring him up i'm so sorry we're gonna swing past it so fast because cannot handle no my but yeah i was like it it actually blew my mind even though of course i know that this man came from reality tv it i forgot and then i remembered and then yeah it you're so right it's like it's like weirdly even though we know we know what's up with that person we know all too well what's up with that person it's weirdly jarring to hear him in the same sentence as a kardashian again you're like Oh yeah, that's from once you came. Oh yeah, right, because you were on reality TV as well. Um, anyway, country gone she, down in flames. Continue. She, of course, as as well as having written those two books with her sisters, mm-hmm. um, she also wrote a book in 2015 called "Strong Looks Better Naked." The book uh-huh. is a memoir about her weight loss, contains fitness and nutrition advice, as well as numerous photos of kardashian as any kardashian situation must it's really a coffee table book with pics of her i'm guessing but they had to have a theme they had to have a message so it became a yeah. book about fitness. i think i read like a little quick review of it and they were like yeah it's pretty much nothing which is too bad because like there's clearly stuff to be mined there as yeah. we discussed like 
stuff about like weight loss and and self-worth and loving yourself like and potential it could potentially be really rich yes and potentially like a, a nuanced complicated discussion around her motivation for weight loss like was it yeah. health or was it like like every other toxic potential that society has presented her yeah I'm gonna go ahead and let you guess <laughs> uh, yeah I know which one it is <laughs> um <laughs> so that's kind of like early career um okay and now we're gonna go to relationships oh boy oh boy the good stuff um almost all of chloe's public relationships have been with nba players so uh-huh i did have to get greg on the phone this morning um to give me some some basketball scoop some bounce ball dirt so oh so chloe's the one that i know one fact about which was the yeah. tristan thomas thing yes tristan thompson oh, you're so thompson I'm so oh. proud i'm so proud of you okay well um, i had to get it a little wrong just to stay on brand exactly god yeah. forbid you start knowing things i know um now on august 27th 2009 mm-hmm. chloe met lamar odom a basketball mm-hmm. player mm-hmm. um at his teammate, Ron Artez, who at that time was going by the moniker Meta World Peace. Wow. Very quite print- a, Yeah. Quite a showing. I went, I once, quick side note, went to a Washington Wizards game. Um, and I was like, why does that man's jersey say World Peace on the back? Hmm. <laughs> and it's yeah, why that does was it? his name. That's he wow. changed his name to Meta World Peace. And I said, Greg, now, I can't wait to see Sid's face when I tell her that Meta World Peace is this person's name. Can you re- remind me why? And he uh-huh. went, nobody knows. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't even have one guess as to what's going on with this person. I, but I do have a question. Are you saying Meta World Peace? Meta, M-E-T-A. M-E-T-A, Meta World Peace. Wow. Meta World Peace. Like, Wow. And nobody knows. Damn. So this person's just on another level. And did they legally get their name changed or they just politely asked society to start calling them this? I wonder. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe this is a, an occasion for some future research. Okay, great. We love to do Um, it. I'll circle back if I learn anything. Wow. Okay. So Um, she was dating Meta World Peace. No, she wasn't dating Meta World Peace. She meets Lamar Odom at Meta World Peace's birthday party okay yeah yeah Um, and i've heard of lamar odom you've heard of lamar odom yeah what have you heard well oh literally nothing i just think i I recognize the name yeah okay cool so they meet they meet at this party right and i i asked greg you know what's the lamar odom vibe yeah right like what i know what i know about lamar odom and what i perceive him to be like what do you as a basketball fan perceive him to be like? Yes. And he was like, I love Lamar. Lamar wow. was on the Lakers for seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, he won two championships with Kobe, which of course endears him to Greg. Of course. But he, I was also asking about Tristan Thompson and I was like, so is it safe to say they're both like kind of mid-range athletes? Mm-hmm. And he was like, Lamar is more than that. Lamar was like, 
when Lamar was a high school basketball player, everyone knew his name. Like he was, you know, the one to watch kind of coming out of his high school career and incredibly talented, but just working against a lot of factors, Mm. um, which we'll continue to get into a bit more. Um, Just had a lot of things stacked against him, but he was like, Kobe adored him. All his teammates loved him. Mm. Um, One of the things that I read about him was just like his coach on the Lakers was like, I've never had a better locker room player than Lamar Odom, like brought so much to the team in terms of just like good vibes and good energy and like super supportive, positive team player. Like he wasn't like a, you know, Michael Jordan or LeBron James where it's like all about them. Like one of the things that made him so great as a player was being like a real team player, like an asset to the team, not, not greedy, not, um, We love this guy. I know. We love Lamar, right? Yeah. Yes. So they meet August 27th, 2009. They get married exactly one month later. Oh my God. These Kardashians with their whirlwind marriages. On my birthday. Oh. On television. Well, congratulations to you, Sydney Shooty. Thank you. Uh Thank you. I mean, I truly can't conceive of the fact. It's one thing to get married in a month. I mean, this is already crazy. Yes. But but to have it televised, it's not like they went to the courthouse. Like they they must have decided within like three days that they were gonna get married. <laughs> oh yeah. To pull yeah, this all together. You gotta get pre-pro running. Exactly. <laughs> so absolutely wow. wild. Yeah. Really wild. I would um, love to know what those conversations looked like, what that decision making looked like. Me too. And again, this is like very much, you know, I'm like in and out of watching Kardashians at this time so like I remember like oh suddenly she's married but I don't think that I knew that it was quite so fast yeah like it's insane fast yeah yeah breakneck pace but again like everyone loves Chloe and everyone loves Lamar so they immediately get a spinoff Chloe and Lamar oh my god oh thank god god is good god is good god is good um (laughs) It debuted on April 10th in 2011, and uh, Lamar Odom didn't really like it. He almost opted out of the show because filming was exhausting, which makes sense. I mean, these people have been doing this filming for years. They're kind oh. of used to it. Yeah. To just step in and have, you know, film crews following you all day. Yeah. Um, seems like it could be tiring. Yeah. Um, so they did two seasons, and I remember the show fondly, like, Rob lived with them for part of it and it was kind of goofy it was like this brother-sister relationship and then like his relationship with Lamar was like really really tender and sweet and like I just I liked it a lot um yeah kind of a different flavor within Mm -hmm. this series and also like Chloe's time to shine um yeah and once you take the parents out of the picture mm-hmm. any dynamic changes mm-hmm. like my brother and I around my our parents versus my brother and I when we're just hanging out very different yeah. so it must totally. have been satisfying for viewers too you know it's like you're getting a new way in to the world if you'll allow me I want to read you some of the episode um descriptions descriptions yes I would They're love just that some one-liners the first episode of the father-in-law in the opener chloe pushes lamar to reconnect with his estranged father and lamar learns whether he made the nba all-star team chloe makes a shocking discovery 
I mean, that's a log line if I've ever heard one. Episode three, Lamar is a dirty boy. <laughs> Chloe gives Lamar and Rob a taste of their own messiness. Chloe takes a look at her insecurities when she is criticized for her weight gain. Oh my God, amazing. Who, who was writing these? I mean, I don't know. These are from Wikipedia, but I am, they need a raise. Yeah. <laughs> um, now season two, episode one, Rob, uh, a fine bromance. Rob finally decides to move out, but it causes some controversy between him and Lamar. Meanwhile, Chloe looks at how to spice up her and Lamar's love life. Mm. Season three, cuffed. Lamar thinks Chloe treats him like a baby and sets out to change her behavior. Rob tries to carve out a life for himself that is outside of his sister's shadow. Oh. Outside of his sister. Uh, outside of Clo his sister's shadow. Oh. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, collectively. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that, yeah. That must be real. Eight, under pressure. Lamar's mental game is affected when he feels pressure to perform well on the basketball court. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Chloe deals with the pressure of constantly being asked when she is going to get pregnant. I mean... That's like a well-written episode of television where you're like, yes. you have a theme and in your A story and your B story, you're exploring these themes. Mm -hmm. And maybe you have a comedic C story runner. Perhaps you do. Yeah. I'm going to give you two more. I'm really sorry, but I no, just need- great. Bring them. Episode 10, family reunion. Rob comes to visit Chloe and Lamar in Dallas. He was traded to the Mavericks during the season. Okay. And decides to stay longer to support them. Chloe is upset when her mother, Kris Jenner, tries to befriend Mark Cuban, owner of the Dallas Mavericks. Oh my God. I want to see that immediately. And Mom, you're embarrassing me. Don't talk to him. Stop talking to Mark Cuban of Shark Tank. Yeah. Um, the series finale, The Truth Will Set You Free, after learning of her mother's affair, Chloe fears she is not a true Kardashian. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they really got into it. They're getting into stuff. And you know what? To be fair, I haven't been reading you like Kardashian log lines, whatever, the keeping up with the Kardashian ones. They do get into stuff as well. You know, like well, actually, as soon as I said that, I thought, well, all reality shows do, because that's like yeah. the meat. That's like the meat on the bones. Yeah. But doesn't that sound like very watchable? Yes, it it weirdly does. I, I think they might be doing a good job of like incorporating like sp interesting sports shit alongside yeah. interesting like personality fame shit mm -hmm. and then sibling stuff is in there and then like totally. in-law stuff is in there yeah i mean color me interested how many seasons did this two. run okay Ran only two. two okay only two and it's like yeah i think they're eight episode seasons or something so they're not crazy long wow if if this is how you get into the kardashians by the back door of chloe and lamar i would be thrilled dude i think i think for me it's always gonna have to be a back door yeah, it's got to be a backdoor. Yeah. Um, so, you know, as I alluded to earlier, Lamar Odom seems like a total sweetheart. Um, Greg said he, he just couldn't get out of his own way. He couldn't overcome. Mm. Um, a lot of things were kind of stacked up against him. So he had a pretty rough childhood. His father was a heroin addict. Um, yeah. He, you know, just grew up in a really rough place and um so in 2013 he was arrested on charges of driving under the influence mm -hmm. and he refused to submit to a drug test mm. um this was right around the time gossip websites 
were alleging he was using drugs. Um, he was kind of behaving erratically and he wasn't, again, he wasn't playing as well. Like he, I think he was traded to the Mavericks because Got he it. kind of wasn't playing very well. Got it. Um, he pleaded no contest to the DUI stuff. He accepted a probation sentence and um, alcohol abuse like treatment. Um, but later, end of, the, end of 2013, after a lot of speculation, Kardashian filed for a divorce um, and for legal restoration of her last name. So, wow. Yeah. They signed legal restoration of her last name. What does that mean? She had changed her name to Chloe Kardashian Odom. Oh, okay. So she wanted to change it back to Chloe Alexandra Kardashian. Okay. Um, so Oof. they signed, they finally signed divorce papers in 2015. Um, okay. but as we know from Chris and Robert, mm-hmm. uh, di- divorce or, or from Kim, actually all these marriages and divorces with these Kardashians, you can keep I know. up. It's it in California. Apparently it takes a while for your divorce to be finalized. Yeah. Even after you sign. So, um, October 13th, 2015, Lamar Odom was hospitalized after being discovered unconscious at the Love Ranch, which is a legal brothel in Nevada. Oh, no. Um, he used cocaine in the days prior, and he suffered kidney failure, several heart attacks, and 12 strokes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, he was comatose. He was on life support in Las Vegas, and... Um, it was really like, this is so funny again, as someone who doesn't know this person, but it was really scary. Like it was like, well, I was going to, I'm, I'm honestly thinking this is heading towards he died. Did he die? No. Oh my God. Wow. He recovered 12 freaking strokes. That's insane. Did he recover fully? Um, he was on dancing with the stars last year. So, okay. I mean, say no more. He was a terrible dancer. Oh, well, but Uh, what I want to say is like, I don't know if you ever fully recover from, from something like that. Yeah. But he has recovered enough to like go on a television dancing competition. Yeah. Even if he sucked at dancing, I don't know if that's because, <laughs> exactly. because he sucks at dancing or if it's because he had like this incredibly major medical incident. Right. Um, but Greg, <laughs> Greg, who's at the airport in Austin, I'm like, so tell me about Lamar. And he's like, when he got, when he got hospitalized, he's like, Kobe left the game and flew to the hospital really and he's like i'm getting choked up oh greg I know. He's first like, of I all we love i didn't you, think greg. i was going to be tearing up about lamar odom this morning oh my god um but i think you oh. know it's funny like it felt like such a big deal because again this is somebody who seems like a really lovable person who like you know it's yeah. always sad when people are like in their own way i don't oh, know oh absolutely I and mean, addiction is just so scary and like and heavy and yeah, yeah. yep so um chloe withdrew her request for a divorce so that she could make medical decisions for him and help him in his recovery oh wow yep um so they didn't get back together they didn't reconcile or anything but uh yeah she she and her whole family was very much there for him yeah during this time well i was thinking when he had that horrific incident in vegas it must have been crazy for her like yeah. obviously yeah the relationship didn't work and i'm sure they it was like pretty contentious but like you mm-hmm. still love this person and that must have been horrifying 
exactly and Ugh. so she like was there for him during this whole time and I looked this morning and it doesn't really seem like they're in contact anymore at all yeah which makes me sad but also you know she's done a lot for him and I'm assuming it's on her side um you know everybody has to do what's right for them and so true keeping someone who's struggling with addiction or other demons in your life even if you care about them is not always an option so yeah it makes me sad because I I loved them as a couple if you couldn't tell should I talk more about Chloe and Lamar (laughs) Um, but yeah kind of a really crazy thing right yes definitely um that's some real deal stuff some real deal stuff um so yeah before they were divorced but when they were separated like before this Vegas stuff because again it's a couple years that they weren't together before this happened um she was dating French Montana on and off I mean I love French Montana he does make some appearances in uh Courtney and Chloe take the Hamptons okay okay I I have a memory of French Montana like on a trampoline in the Hamptons very cool love it I may be hallucinating this but um it could be real it could be real and that's all we need to get us through the day (laughs) um they were together on and off for about a year and then she dated James Harden for a while who's James Harden James Harden is um a very famous basketball player who has a beard okay he's on the Rockets interesting um would you say he's more famous than Lamar Odom because why do I know Lamar Odom I don't know. Maybe I Lakers mean, growing up in Newport. Kobe, yeah. if he's a Kobe guy. He's a Kobe guy. He, yeah. he was a two-time championship winner with the Lakers and with Kobe. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, might just be in the ether. Yeah. Also, I mean, I dare I say the Kardashian influence, that name was out there a lot more because of them. Great point. Um, so yeah, in 2016, she starts dating Tristan Thompson, who I was like, all right, Greg, what's the tea with Tristan? And yeah, he's like, he's fine. He was, he's known as being like one of um, LeBron James's like stands guys. Yeah. Okay. They played together in the 2016 championship where they beat the Warriors. They came back and beat the Warriors in the series. And I was like, well, that will tell everyone exactly what they need to know. Thank you. Oh, great. I don't understand what you just said, but yeah. Yeah, that's fine. It doesn't need to be repeated. I, Tristan Thompson is not as good a basketball player or as good a person as Lamar Odom. That's my take on that. That much is clear. <laughs> um, they started dating in 2016. And, you know, as I've mentioned, Chloe had wanted a baby for a long time. Um, and she yeah. finally gave birth to her daughter, True Thompson, um, in 2018. As we discussed right before she gave birth, um, it was discovered that Thompson had cheated on her during her pregnancy and (sighs) she took him back. And then in February, 2019, they split up because it was revealed that he had cheated on her with her younger half sister, Kylie Jenner's then best friend, Jordan Woods. Wild. Absolutely wild. Um, and then they rekindled their relationship after quarantining together. Um, but now Tristan Thompson has been transferred to the Celtics and 
Boston's a long way from LA, baby. And I think there's some concern about fidelity given recent stories covered on Sydney to Sydney. Yes. Um, but Chloe is currently standing by her man, which is frustrating to me, but not my life. Well said. Um, I will say, cute family. Um, I'm going to send you a picture of Chloe and True. I'm not going to bother sending a picture of Tristan because I'm because i'm mad at him mad at him oh my god okay first of all yeah okay so we're looking at an extremely stylized pic of her with her very cute daughter and about about 1800 to a to 2000 pastel colored balloons yeah which is something i i am fascinated by with the kardashian empire is their propensity for balloon work balloon balloon work yeah you gotta fill the space you gotta fill the space (laughs) (laughs) okay cute daughter really cute and yeah i mean as you say chloe looks very different yeah right not to dwell just to mention because again we'll wrap up with some more discussion on this yeah and like she yeah I mean she does just look more like traditionally hot I guess yeah Yeah. which like is a thing that happens with wealth Mm -hmm. you know I would say primarily wealth is what can do that I don't know totally totally I mean that's I just read something about the finale like you know, again, in Googling Chloe yesterday, um, what was coming up was, oh, Kim said that she wanted a relationship. She was jealous of the relationship that Chloe and Tristan had because they do so much together, mm-hmm. including like they work out together every day. And I'm like, yeah, when you're rich and your job is to look good, you have the luxury of like having a home gym and trainer yes. and you can work out every day and you can get whatever skin treatments, fillers, whatever you know yes absolutely and and like skincare like mm-hmm. even if you want to go the nat more natural route like a jennifer aniston route for instance where you're yeah. not like super super plastic surgeon like you just you spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on your skincare absolutely and yeah and like makeup like you can have a makeup artist come in and actually contour <sighs> your face to where it looks different and i'm not saying i don't think that's all contour yeah but I do think that's real. Like, yes, it is. It's a thing. I mean, so. it's wild whenever I'm on set or or in a, in a wedding, mm-hmm. as like seeing myself with makeup and hair done is like, oh, this is like another girl. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um. So lastly, just her her current like ventures, um, mm-hmm. where she makes her cash besides, uh the show Mm -hmm. r.i.p um in 2016 she launched a clothing line called good american with um businesswoman emma greed greedy g-r-e-d-e don't know how it's pronounced okay um they made one million dollars in sales in the first day oh my god yeah how (laughs) Uh, how does one that kardashian name Um, yeah they started by which i kind of love um didn't really realize this but they started by selling jeans ranging from size double zero to 24. oh cool so yeah part of the thing was like a more size inclusive line yeah great um and now they do workout clothes shoes 
maternity collection. They do everything now. Wow. Um, but that's like her big brand. That's her poosh, if you will. Okay, I will. Um, you know that I will <laughs> any day. And she also, I had no idea this is news to me, but she also hosts a show called, I guess it started in 2016 and ran until 2019. And I don't know if it's over or if it was held by the old pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, a show called Revenge Body by Khloe Kardashian. Revenge Body? Revenge a Body. Wow. And it's like, I think she's like the host slash mentor and they give two people in episode access to like trainers and like makeovers damn i i'm just stuck on the name revenge body it's so soul cycle it's so like that before the pandemic like where where exercise had gotten which was this like you are entering a dark room war zone you yes. are wearing athleisure you are here to fight and survive <laughs> you know yes yes extremely that i know it does feel like deeply out of step <laughs> with this moment for me yeah like, wouldn't you say i wonder yes. i wonder if exercise is gonna take a fucking chill pill once people so. are back in the gym but maybe perhaps not. <laughs> i don't know i don't know for me it's taken for me i was pill. gonna say for me it certainly has um, it's very hard for me to not read a novel in bed that's where yeah. i'm at so when yeah. i'm working out i'm i'm doing two percent more effort than reading a novel in bed <laughs> i'll say that much yeah, I'm much more interested in reading a novel in bed as well. Yeah. That's just our brand, baby. Gotta embrace it. Yeah, I know. I'm like, it does feel nice to like stretch and feel strong, but I'm I know. Just it really, really does. I actually think it's right important. Now. I'm trying this week to because I think it's good for mental health, but Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. At the same time, I simply can't be bothered. Mm -mm. Um, so the last thing that I wanted to read you is kind of long, but I think it's very interesting. Cool. Um, basically, she posted this, this hot vid of her bod, uh -huh. and people were saying, like, it's photoshopped, it's fake. And so she, like, posted a video, another video, and then she went live and I can send it to you, um, but it's video. So I didn't just like take a screenshot or something, but yeah, she's like looking pretty thin. Yeah. Um, and so then she posted several screens behind that mm -hmm. and I'm going to read them to you now. And if it's okay, too great. long, I'm sure we can cut some out, but we'll find out. Hey guys, this is me. Oh, another thing that had happened was, um, I want to say her, her grandma or something like a photo got out and was being used in the media and it wasn't a bad photo. It was just like, it was what we would think is a bad photo. Like it wasn't retouched how yes. we're used to seeing her. Sure. So she was asking for this photo to be taken down. And I think this is around the same time. Okay. So, Hey guys, this is me and my body unretouched and unfiltered. The photo that was posted this week is beautiful, but as someone who has struggled with body image her whole life, when someone takes a photo of you that isn't flattering and bad lighting or doesn't capture your body the way it is after working so hard to get it to this point and then shares it to the world, you should have every right to ask for it to not be shared, regardless of who you are. 
In truth, the pressure, constant ridicule, and judgment my entire life to be perfect and to meet other standards of how I should look has been too much to bear. Mm -hmm. Chloe is the fat sister. Chloe is the ugly sister. Her dad must not be her real dad because she looks so different. The only way she could have lost that much that weight must have been from surgery. Should I go on? Oh, but who cares how she feels because she grew up in a life of privilege. She's also on a reality show, so she signed up for all of this. I'm of course not asking for sympathy, but I'm asking to be acknowledged for being human. I am not perfect, but I promise you that I try every day to live my life as honestly as possible and with empathy and kindness. It doesn't mean that I have not made mistakes, but I'm not gonna lie. It's almost unbearable trying to live up to the impossible standards that the public have all set for me. For over a decade now in photos, every single flaw and imperfection has been micro-analyzed and made fun of to the smallest detail. And I am reminded of them every day by the world. And when I take that criticism to use as motivation to get myself in the best shape of my life and to help others with the same struggles, I am told I couldn't have done it through hard work and I must've paid for it all. Mm. You never quite get used to being judged and pulled apart and told how unattractive you are. But I will say, if you hear anything enough, then you start to believe it. This is an example of how I've been conditioned to feel that I am not beautiful enough just being me. I love a good filter, good lighting, and an edit here and there. The same way I throw on some makeup, get my nails done, or wear a pair of heels to present myself to the world the way I want to be seen, and it's exactly what I will continue to do unapologetically. My body, my image, and how I choose to look and what I want to share is my choice. It's not for anyone to decide or judge what is acceptable or not. For those who feel the constant pressure of not ever feeling perfect enough, I want you to know I see you and I understand. Every day I am told by my family and friends who love me that I am beautiful, but I know that it needs to be believed from within. We are all unique and perfect in our own way, whichever way one chooses to be seen. I've realized that we cannot continue to live life trying to fit into the perfect mold of what others have set for us. Just do you and make sure your heart is happy. Wow. Yeah. I mean, bravo. Yeah. I mean, I have some notes. Oh, okay. Like just in terms of structure. (laughs) Sure. I think we could work together to clean that up. I actually did do some micro edits in my reading. Oh, Um, understood. Just, you know, a couple extra words here and there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But obviously I'm joking. I think it's really interesting. And I think, you know, yeah, yeah, I think, again, it's like a persuasive essay. It could be restructured, but all these points are like, yeah, very valid and coexisting. And probably the reason that it's written that way is because they're all overlapping all the time. It's totally part fuck you part. I need your approval. Yeah. I think it feels very honest. I agree. And I I kind of like that it isn't like persuasive essay style because that would mean it's clean. It's like polished. Right. It's, it's. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it is also these things that we all know, but still think of. It's like, yes, this is just a human person. Mm -hmm. And like, yes, they signed up for this, but also nobody signs up for this nobody signs up to be like called the ugly kardashian yeah it's very mean yeah it's very mean it sounds very difficult like truly yeah and at the same time as it's like i don't know not going in and having seen these pictures of her young there was like part of me that was like almost gleefully like oh my god you're not gonna believe how much she's changed because there is this like yeah kind of salacious or 
not mm-hmm. salacious per se, but like the shock factor, like she looks very different than she used to. Yeah. Whereas like we all look different as we age, but like, I don't think I look as different no. as I did in 2007 as she does per mm-hmm. se. Mm-hmm. So there is this like shock factor in that, but it uh, is, you know, as she says, it's ultimately her choice, how she wants to present herself to the world. She should have the right to ask, you know, to at least ask, not to demand, but to ask to be seen how she wants. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's not my, it's not my business whether she got that way through surgery, through filters, through makeup, through hard work, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, agree. Totally. Totally agree. And I understand how this picture would be upsetting to her. Like, that that's not the me I want out in the world. I don't know. I, it's, yeah, it's really complicated. It is. And it's, I don't know. It's, I don't mean to end this on a low note. So maybe I can come up with something fun to say afterwards, but we'll find out. Yeah. Like the idea of it's hard enough being a regular human woman. Yes. In modern society, right? Yes. Like being a regular modern woman who fits like a lot of beauty standards naturally, right? Mm-hmm. You're still getting all sorts of messaging that you're not good enough from people trying to sell you something even if you're lucky enough to never receive that from people in your life yeah and then on top of that to be like constantly the public's like yuck it sounds so wild and that's why I'm like I barely have I don't know like that whole thing I'm just like sounds really complicated you do you I I just don't have any of that go I don't know that's not my deal like I don't I don't know I'm I'm really grateful I'm not famous like that I'm really Mm -hmm. like was dealt that kind of card in a society that as you're saying it's already hard to feel good about yourself as a as a woman in a woman's body like I can't imagine yeah no me either so Um, wishing her the best wishing her the best man wishing her the best um yeah I mean I guess the positive note to end on is that she does look super hot <laughs> yeah <laughs> that is a huge positive in her Listen, favor not to be reductive but she does look hot so good on her yes and uh and also I think she remains my favorite Kardashian. like and I'm I'm happy that again inherently a podcast and especially like a pop gossip podcast is uh, is somewhat judgmental like that's the part of the fun of it is making having opinions making judgments sure but like I am really happy that she has been able to get seemingly a lot of the life that she's wanted for a long time um you know that she has the daughter that she's wanted for so long and you know if if she's happy in her relationship with Tristan Thompson then good yeah she's if she's working out because she's feeling good about her body then good and you know if she's watching William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet and posting it sideways on her Instagram stories 
I mean, then extra good. Extra Extra good. good. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, did we do it? I think we did it. This has been uh, catching up with the Kardashians and, you know, it's been a serious one. It's been a serious one. It's been a really good one. You did a great job with this one. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, You know, I think next week, I think we're getting into Jennerstown. We're going, I think we're going to talk about Kenny. Oh, wow. Jennerstown. Population us. Population us. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be a whole thing. Amazing. Until next time. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Sydney to Sydney. Talking pop culture and stuff. Wow, what a morning. You deserve you deserve a treat and a and a movie.